Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is a special podcast from my guest presenter, Nad Ahmed, who's a mad Spurs fan. Wanted to give everybody his view on the appointment of Antonio Conte, the future formation that Conte may play, and what this means for Daniel Levy and his 20-year cunning plan. So we hope you enjoy the podcast and uh, keep out for the next podcast after the Everton game. And take care. Thank you. Well, it's Nad from Spurs 9501. Hope you're keeping safe and well. I apologise, I've not done a video for a while. I actually just had major back surgery, um, which was very painful. And uh, then I started watching all the Tottenham games as well recently. And I felt like having the second back surgery because it felt like bad. <laughs> I was on that much pain. Um, so great to be back, guys, first of all. And, you know, look, you can see the smile on my face. You know what, what I'm, what I'm going to be talking about today. Antonio Conte, the godfather, <laughs> has actually joined the club. Probably for me, one of the top three or four managers in the world we're talking about right now. At his peak, a serial winner, um, tremendous track record as a player, as a manager. Um, I just think we're incredibly fortunate to bring him into the club. People keep on asking me why it didn't happen four months ago. We'll talk about that shortly. And we're going to talk a little bit about the formation that I think he's going to bring to the club. You know, what sort of attributes he's also going to bring, potential players, where we go forward from here as well. But fantastic news. And I just want to say, guys, is this the 20-year cunning plan <laughs> that we've been waiting from Daniel Levy for? Is this it? Is this the paradigm shift? <laughs> is this the new change in mindset? You know, because, you know, what, what comes with, with Antonio Conte, and we'll talk about that shortly, is a big thing. And it's something very unnatural for Daniel Levy. So uh, we'll talk about that shortly. But let's talk about Nuno first of all. Nuno, you know, look, thanks for, for joining the club. Um, but you should never have been there in the first place. I heard, you know, I, I couldn't even get told that you're a nice guy. I don't know you personally, sir, but I'm sure you're a nice guy. But the football was dour. Um, there was no real passion there. I felt you didn't have a game plan. And the work rate was so poor. And, you know, I, I never blame the manager for what players he has in front of him, whether they be good or bad, whatever anyone thinks. But what I do expect is for them to be inspired. That's the manager's role, to be organised, to be committed, to have some sort of plan of how you're going to play, uh, to have a shot on target at least would be nice. That's unusual for Tottenham. I can't remember the last time Tottenham went a game or and a half or whatever many minutes it was without sh- getting a shot on goal. I've never seen that before. Uh, so maybe someone in the comments can tell me if they've seen that. Um, and you should never have been given the job in the first place. As I said, I think this was a mistake by Daniel Levy. You guys know that. I know that. And Daniel Levy knows that himself as well. Um, so, you know, but what I want to do there is a consolation. I'm sure you're going to definitely get a new job. Uh, you're even probably going to end up as the Everton manager or the Newcastle manager. And uh, also, I've never received £14 million payout when I've been made redundant after four months. So I just want to say, I'm sure that's going to help you and your family, as there's a lot of families out there that can't even afford to pay for food or to pay for utility bills right now. So 
Uh, I'm sure you're going to be back on your feet soon. So four months on, guys, Antonio Conte has joined the club. You know, what does this man bring to the table? Is this cunning plan, by I said, by Daniel Levy? Is this what it's been all conspiring to, you know, been leading to, that he's now going to open up his wallet? Uh, we're going to see now a new, complete, changed individual. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know, because, um, you know, the thing is, Antonio Conte as an individual, if we're talking about as an individual, we know he's a passionate, incredible, passionate guy, very vocal in, in his opinion of things. If you nibble at him, he's going to bite you hard. Yeah. And he doesn't take any prisoners. He's got great knowledge of the game as well. You know, we've, we've seen these attributes in him at Inter. We saw that at Chelsea as well. Uh, and it's funny because when he used to jump around at Chelsea, I went, oh, I feel like punching him in the face. That's what I felt like doing. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, I've got bare love for my boy. He's my boy now. You know, I've got bare love for him. That's football fans. One minute we hate you. One minute we love you. That's football fans for you guys. You know, he's now our messiah. That's what's going to happen. So, you know, he brings great attributes to the club. And again, attributes that Nuno didn't have. I think he's very charismatic the way he is. And, you know, we live in a very social media world now, guys. Cameras are everywhere. That's the world we're in. And, you, you know, you've got to appease the, 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 the football side of things, but you've also got to be that little bit of showman sometimes outside as well. Um, so, you know, he's a very defensive coach. People say, you know, he's a defensive coach. He's Italian. God damn it, they're defensive. No doubt about it. Is there similarities between him and Mourinho? I heard that many times. There maybe is a little bit. But I said, the one thing is, is the timescale that Mourinho joined us. Just imagine if Mourinho joined us after he won the Champions League with Inter. Yeah. So he's had the Chelsea first stint, joined Inter and then joined us. I think personally, that's a bit more at the timescale when he was still the special, special, special one. Yeah. So still had that, that arrogance about him, you know, that demand. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. You know, I'm going to give you this in return. So I think those similarities are the same there, but they're not the similarities of when Mourinho joined Tottenham and now at this point. And for me, guys, what I almost want to make a statement is for me, this is Daniel Levy and co. And Joe Lewis is an Enoch group. Biggest statement and announcement as a football club since they've been in charge. What do I mean? From an ambition point of view, this for me is bigger than any player that we've ever got. Bigger than any other managers we've had. Pre, sort of, before um, Danny Levy, we had Lord Sugar. And obviously, uh, we had uh, uh, Urban Scholar before that. But the biggest player that I believe before Ozzy Ardenis in my lifetime was Jurgen Klinsmann, because Jurgen Klinsmann was still only 30, 31. He was a World Cup winner, still a top quality player. <coughs> top men club were not that big or doing that well. And somehow Jurgen Klinsmann turned up. That was just crazy, guys. I have no idea why he wanted to come to Spurs. Sorry to my boys, first of all. Um, so for me, Antonio Conte deal is probably the biggest thing that Spurs have done under Daniel Levy in the last 20 years as the most ambitious thing they've done moving the club forward on the playing side. Because we know we have a world-class stadium. You know, kudos, my hat off to them. And the training facility is fantastic. But each one of us know that we were, we're we're going backwards in terms of the the playing style. So okay, new manager in charge, right?
now. Formations, um, the one thing that I noticed a lot about Antonio Conte is he plays a very similar formation. I think he changed up a little bit at Chelsea, went to back four, but it didn't work. So let's look at the formation of Antonio Conte. Three big, powerful central defenders. He likes to play with a back three. He likes to play with those wing backs. You've heard those wing backs, but his wing backs are more like attacking midfield players, guys. But of course, they have to do the, the work all the way up and down. So that's Reggie and Emerson. Good age, good energy, good fitness, some good, good talent there as well. I definitely think uh, Conte is going to enjoy that working with those two lads. That's my opinion. Now, Conte is a player, if anyone remembers him from watching Serie A games, and I watched a lot of Serie A games back in the day, particularly when he was at Juve, yeah? He was that tenacious midfield player. He was that general, that leader. He was sat in front and really made the holding midfielder, I would think, yeah? Could pass as well. So in front of the defence, he likes a player like himself, which will probably be done by Pierre. And I think Pierre has a lot of attributes that remind me of Antonio Conte in terms of the attitude, in terms of the tackling, in terms of that general leadership quality that he has. So you've got the wing backs, you've got the three central defenders, you've got the holding midfield player in front of them. Then he likes two more midfield players there, and then a bit more the attacking ones. I think at um, Inter, he had Vidal and Eriksen sometimes playing there. And there was a young man called, uh, began with B, Brady. I'm really apologize. I'm really bad with names, but he was another player that with obviously the, the, the flying, the wing backs as well. So, okay, that's his midfield. So he likes that transition between offense to defense. So that's the big difference for me. Yes, he can be a defensive setup, but there's a very big attacking mindset there as well with the wing backs and the midfielders pushing on as well. But this is the big thing. And I can't remember the last time, you know, I remember the days when we had Robbie Keane, Jermaine Defoe, you know, uh, Teddy Sheringham and, 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 and other partners partnered up back in the days. My days was uh, Garth Crooks and Steve Archibald because I'm originally from the Keith Birkinshaw era more than anything else. So he likes partnerships up front. And before in Inter, he had Lukaku and I think Martinez. There was another young lad as well that used to play, began with L, again, I apologise, forgive me. Um, and again, he likes two, three, four strikers. Main central point was always Lukaku, and then the other players would would feed off him. And Lukaku was all slightly further forward. He liked him in, this, in that in that penalty box area uh, because he loves crosses to come in as well. And attacking midfielders coming in, and you can see what he's going to try to do is form that partnership probably with Son and Harry Kane and bring them a lot closer together and a bit more central than anything else. Does he have the personnel at Tottenham to do what he needs to do at the moment? I think he has some something to work with, first of all. But no doubt, this is not his Tottenham team. And this is why I was talking about the cunning plan. Is this the new Daniel Levy? You know, is this gone? Are we taking away the Poundland book? Is the Poundland book gone, Daniel? Yeah? Because I'm sure when Fabio said to you four months ago, we need to sign Antonio. Antonio's my boy. Sorry for that horrible accent there. And Daniel, no, 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 please, you know, when he found out, you know, he wants like 20 million a year and 200 million to spend on the January transfer window or the summer transfer window. Oh, my God, he's probably having a heart attack, Daniel. But obviously, Daniel did not want to take any more abuse because I think Daniel knew that now the fans are back. 
If this carries on, they're going to turn on me. Newcastle, they've got billionaire owners over there now. Manchester United, don't know what's happening over there. They might want bloody Conte. Next week they might lose and then they might want Conte. So I think his hand was slightly forced. His wallet has definitely been forced open. So the big test really, guys, is Antonio Conte is going to want to bring his players in. You know that. Straight away there's a young man, Stefan, he's a Dutch central defender for Inter. Milan is 29 years old. Um, now he Conte loves him. He's going to want him straight away. Now, Intel probably will have to be forced to sell, but they want to sell at a premium price. So this is now the paradigm shift because we've always bought players on promise or potential. You guys know that because Daniel Levy's mindset has always been like the property industry. Buy them cheap, sell them, sell them high. Yeah. But now you're buying a player that potentially is 29 years old. You may have to pay 50, 60 million to buy him. He might be on 250, 300,000 a week. But Conte is going to say to you, Fabio, I come here because he just said, enthusiastic Daniel Levy, um, that he's willing to back me. He wasn't prepared the first time. This is my opinion, but this is how I think it panned out. He better get me those players. I want some in January. I want to make sure that at the end of the transfer window, there's 200 million odds sitting there. You can get rid of this player. I don't need this player. And I want that money as well. And if, guys, if if he doesn't get what he wants, this guy is vocal. And that's the best thing that could happen to Spurs because Danny Levy needs to be challenged, guys. Excuse me. And I think I think Fabio, particularly with Antonio, <laughs> Godfather, is, is the one to do it. So it's very, very exciting. It's nervous times as well, because if we mess this up, guys, I don't know what to say. I can't take any more public abuse. They're going to say we are gone so spursy. When Anthony Joshua lost that boxing match, the man text message saying, oh, my God, he did the match at your ground and he went all spursy. Come on, man. You know, help us. We want a manager that passionate about the club. I think we've definitely got that. We want the players that are going to be matched in the quality of what he wants to achieve as well for this great club. Um, we want our chairman now finally on our 20-year cunning plan that he's been waiting and building towards us to sing, Daniel Levy, you're one of our own. You're one of, oh, I nearly choked there, sorry, first of all. Daniel Levy, you're one of our own. We'll sing that to you because you know what? We can hate you one day, but you show us some love and show us something that we want to see. Do you know what? We'll love you tomorrow. Don't worry about that. And that's the beauty of football, guys. It's a roller coaster. Being a Tottenham fan is a roller coaster. I think there's definitely players that he's going to want to bring in. Definitely a new quality midfield player. Um, does not mean the likes of Ndombele or Skip have to have to move on. But, you know, guys, I like these people, but we knew that we should have better quality players there. But being the fans that we are, we try to back Nuno. We try to back the players that are currently on that pitch. It has not worked. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Just pray to God, Daniel Levy's got a new wallet with lots of money in it. And you know what? He leaves it on the counter because we're taking it. And Antonio Conte needs it. Give him the ammunition and he will bring the results. Won't happen tomorrow, but don't be surprised by the end of the season, guys, that Harry Kane has scored 20 goals in the Premier League come the end of the season. And we might be fighting for fourth place in the Champions League as well. You just never know because this man is the real deal, guys. He is the godfather. We're a tan in the house. Don't mess with him, guys. You know what? 
Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. I hope you enjoyed this video. Please don't forget to give me a like. Spread the love, guys, out there. And I look forward to doing my next video as well. Come on, you Spurs. Glory, glory. Take care. God bless. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.